Hubhopper Originals. To start your podcast for free, log on to studio.hubhopper.com. Hello everyone, and thanks for tuning in for another story on the Hubhopper Original Storytime with Sohali Khan. Let me begin by saying a big thank you to all you kids and parents who have been listening and subscribing and sharing our show on your social media. When we started this show with Juggernaut Books and Hubhopper, we had one mission, to create a good quality podcast that can revive the age-old tradition of storytelling in India. So seeing the show receive so much love is very exciting for us. The story we're going to listen to in this episode is very special. We have countless festivals in India and each one of them is a magical experience in its own way. This week's story, The Night Before Christmas, is a celebration of that spirit and the true spirit of India. It has been written by Rupa Pai and is part of a book published by Hatchet India called Celebrate Christmas. I hope you enjoy it. I wish we celebrated Christmas, moaned Kiran, gazing longingly at the plastic fir trees decorated with shining balls and sprayed with fake snow in the shop windows. Me too, agreed Alifia. Then we could give each other presents and Santa would bring us plenty more. The girls began to walk homewards. Their school, St. Mary's Convent, English medium registered, had just closed for the Christmas vacation. Ten glorious days of fun stretched before them, but they seemed a little empty without a Santa. We could have collected money for a chawl Christmas tree, just like we do for Ganpati every year, said Alifia. If only Eid hadn't gone so horribly wrong, Kiran nodded. For the last three months since Eid, their building, Shakti Chawl, in which Hindus and Muslims had always lived together as good neighbours, had been split right down the middle. The issue was this. When the Eid procession was passing the chawl, someone had shouted something rude. A scuffle had quickly broken out between the Muslims in the procession and the Hindu bystanders. Now the Hindus and Muslims in the chawl did not speak to one another. As they neared the chawl, the girls waved and went their separate ways. It wouldn't do for them to be seen walking in together. For the next five days, the girls moped around their homes, getting more and more irritable. What good were holidays if you were not allowed to spend them with your best friend? Finally, on Christmas Eve, Alifia's Ammi sat her down, exasperated. What is the matter with you? she said. I know you're missing Kiran and I'm really sorry, but there's nothing I can do about it. I miss Kusum too, you know. Alifia knew. Kiran's eye and her Ammi were best friends, just like she and Kiran were. She even knew Ammi could do nothing about what had happened. But she was still angry. I just think it's stupid, she fumed. All Kiran and I wanted was to have a little Christmas tree. She burst into tears. Oh, Kaleja, don't cry, soothed Ami. Then her eyes lit up. Tell you what, if it's only a Christmas tree you want, I'm sure I can help you. No, you can't, cried Alifia. They're too expensive. Not that one, said Ami, pointing to a fledgling coconut tree in the chawl compound. Ami, what kind of Christmas tree is that? sobbed Alifia. 
The kind that was around baby Jesus on the very first Christmas, said her mother. Remember, he was born in a desert. So maybe there were date palms around him, not coconut palms. But this is close enough. Alethea considered. Ami was right. And Santa would understand. What about decorations, she said, beginning to get excited. Well, I have a few balloons and streamers somewhere, began Ami, pulling a plastic bag off the topmost shelf. And Kiran has lots of silver and gold foil left over from our school project. Before Ami could stop her, Alifia had rushed out into the corridor. Kiran, come down to the coconut tree. Bring all the foil. In a trice, the girls were downstairs. They wrapped the streamers around the little trunk and draped them over the leaves. Then they began to blow up the balloons. Soon a small group of chol kids had gathered around. We need something to wrap the foil around, said Kiran. I've got some old ping pong balls, said Rafiq, the chol's TT champion. They're a little squashed, but once you have them covered, they'll be fine. He raced off to get them. You need a drill to put a hole through them, said Khalid so that you can string them up and hang them. He went off to find his dad. Khalid called Sarla Didi, who had been enjoying all the action from her ground floor room. Bring an extension cord too. I'll get our Diwali lights. Alifia and Kiran looked at each other and grinned. They had really started something here. Then the same thought jumped into both their heads. The crib! Just before school closed, their class had been taken to the chapel to see the nativity scene. Baby Jesus in the manger, sheep and cows around him, shepherds, the three wise men on their camels. Get all your toy animals, Kiran said to the little ones standing around. Can I get my Spider-Man? asked a boy. Of course. Sarla Didi, can we have some string too? Soon, with every boy and girl in the chawl helping out, the one-of-a-kind Shakti Chol Christmas coconut tree was ready. Little silver and gold balls twinkled from in between streamers and balloons. Camels, elephants, dinosaurs, cows, cars, trucks and a motley array of action figures, most of them with one or more limbs missing, hung lopsidedly from the leaves or stood below the tree. The Diwali lights winked on-off, on-off in every colour of the rainbow. Everyone came out onto their balconies to cheer the kids. Now all we need is a baby Jesus, clapped Kiran. I know, said Goody. Remember my doll? The one that was baby Krishna at Janmashtami? He will be perfect. No way, dum-dum, needled Raju the bully. Jesus was fair and blonde. He wasn't a darkie like your ugly doll. For your information, interjected Alifia snootily. Jesus was born in Arabia, where the sun is very hot and people have brown skin and black hair. All the children snickered. Goody dashed out of her home with the doll and raced towards the tree. Then, suddenly, she stopped short. Two men were blocking her path. Mahesh Babu, the big dada of the chawl on the Hindu side, and Hanif Mia, the mean-eyed leader of the Muslim side. What is this nonsense going on, eh? demanded Mahesh Babu, his eyes darting fire as he turned on the scared group near the tree. Khalid, Rafiq, back to your homes now or I'll take your skin off, growled Hanif Mia. Who gave you permission to play with those kids? 
A couple of little kids began to cry. A few others began to slink away. Then a clear, high voice rang out from one of the balconies. I did. It was Alifia's ammi. Hanif Mia looked up, furious. I gave them permission, Hanif Bhai, said ammi, looking straight at him, fearless. It is enough, all this fighting. We don't even know what we're fighting about anymore. I agree, another voice from two floors below. It was Kiran's eye. And I, said someone else. And I, and I, it is enough. In the chaos, Guddi slipped past the two men to the tree and placed the doll in Sarla Didi's fruit basket. I'll get my Ami's hijab to cover him, whispered Khalid. The bright pink one with the glittery sequins. Once baby Jesus was all wrapped up, Alifia and Kiran looked around a little nervously to see if anyone had noticed. But nobody was paying them any attention anymore. They were too busy laughing and chatting, catching up with friends they hadn't spoken to in three months. There was no sign of Mahesh Babu or Hanif Mia. Isn't our tree beautiful? sighed Kiran. The most beautiful in the world, agreed Alifia. Hey, the book in the library says we should put out cookies for Santa. Pah, snorted I. I bet Santa is sick of cookies. Just put out six of my basin laddus. Good idea. But do you think he'll really come? I don't see why not, said Ami, as she nudged I, giggling. What a heartwarming story that was. What's your favourite festival and how do you celebrate it? Festivals are a great time to come together, laugh and share stories and maybe even squabble over who gets to eat the last laddu the last piece of cake or strategize on how to get colour on your least favourite aunt or uncle. My daughter loves Christmas, mainly because of the presents, but I do hope we're able to create rich memories about family, fun and food for her as well. Share your favourite memories with us. You can do that in the comments section and on social media. And join me next week for another fun story.